Wow, this cave is so cool. Oh man, I wish Kevin and Ed came with me to camp out in here. Speak of the devil. Hey Ed, how you doing? Oh, I'm good, I'm good. I'm just uh, hanging out in this cave, you know, I'm just camping. I, I wish you guys could have come with me. Yeah, well, I know you're busy, and uh, I know Kevin had tickets to that musical, so... Uh, but anyway, yeah, man, I'm just, uh, I'm doing fine. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit back and relax and uh, listen to a little bit of the fort. All right, man, you take it easy. Bye. All right, let me just hit play. Episode 39 of the Fort Podcast! Woo! Yeah! Episode 39! Yeah! Yeah! Rock and roll! <laughs> Smooth jazz! Yeah! <laughs> Classical! Adult contemporary! <laughs> Alright, so if that's adult contemporary, what's jazz? I mean, what's funk? That sounds a little like porn to me, but I don't know. <laughs> you don't listen to porn. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like, watch porn, but I know like I know like Mike bow watch- chicka bow bow. You know, like like with that. People, yeah, that's Seinfeld. <laughs> Mike watches porn with the sound off. <laughs> I don't watch porn at all. I, I, I'm not. You big, don't watch. You porn have a at DVD all. in your living room called Garden Hose. Yes, and my friends got that me got that for me, and I never watched it. Never. Never. You've never. never. No. Mike, you've never watched that. No, I I don't. I'm not a big fan of porn. You're a goddamn a... liar. There, I, you really should watch a, a video of people having sex at least once in your life. It, it'll blow your mind. I have. I have in the past. You, hey, there you go. All right. Yeah, I have in the past. All right. All right. Just, it okay. doesn't, it doesn't, what uh, do you whack off to? Uh, my imagination. And what do you think about? Yeah, I he's... think about uh, women's sensual bodies, you know? You could just watch a video of that. That's I what don't we're need to. I don't need to see the visual. <laughs> I can just imagine the whole thing. <laughs> I'm fine with all it. All right, what's, what's, what's your go-to fantasy? Uh, well, all right, a lot of times uh, I'll be coming home. I'll be like a steel mill worker or something, you know? No, be real. No, I'm serious. Like, you know, I'll be like... Uh, Coming off a hard day from the job, kind of sweaty. So in your in your in your fantasies, you're, you're like you're not yourself. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm working a total a lower middle class job. <laughs> that makes me so horny. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's a pretty honorable job. But anyway, you know, I come in, I'm kind of no, all sweaty. No, no, I'm and not then, saying it's not honorable. You're saying I'm, it's not sexy. I'm, yeah. No, I'm just saying it is like, like lower middle class. Well, yeah, all right, fine, you know, but whatever. I mean, you know, actually, you can make pretty good money in the union, I think, with steel. Oh, for God's sakes, thanks. But anyway, so I walk in, you know, I'm all sweaty. (laughs) But what I'm saying is, like, you live in the Hollywood Hills. You you, you have a Hollywood job, and you're like, oh, my fantasy. What if if that's... Did I mention that the time period is probably in the, uh, I would say, uh, Renaissance? Okay, okay, what, in the Renaissance? Yeah. They didn't have steel mills in the Renaissance. Well, they had, you know, they had forging. Yeah. This is your fantasy? Yeah, yeah. I don't, like, think Mike's fantasy, I don't believe I don't think it. Mike's fantasy has girls at all. It's just, it's just him coming home from work, <laughs> sweaty, and then, boop, he's done. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, you know, and then uh, the wife's there, you know, and then blah, blah, blah. Everything. She's your wife? That's yeah, even less attractive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I want some gutter slut. 
I do admit sometimes I think about. They did like, have gutter sluts in the Renaissance. That's a, <laughs> that's a proven fact. It was like like uh, what was the the you, you, vomitorium sluts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, vomitorium sluts. <laughs> Could that be a web series? Could we do that? Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for vomitoriumsluts.com. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Odd concept. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I do admit that sometimes, like, see, I'd feel very guilty if I cheated on someone. So I have, I do have fantasies about, like, time machine sex. And that's uh, the kind of thing, like, where you can go back in time before you met before, someone to have sex. Not me. If I cheat on one of my girlfriends, I'm like, serves you right, <laughs> dealing with a playboy. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know, hey, listen, every You, you man, fuck with fire, you get burned. <laughs> every man has his own thing. But, like, sometimes I'll be like, oh, cool, you know, if I could go back in time before the point at which I met someone and then have sex with someone, that'd be great. And then just travel forward in time and then erase it in a way. Wait, so... So it's, so it's like eternal sunshine of the Constantini mind? Yeah. So your masturbation <laughs> fantasies have an epilogue where you tie all the loose ends up. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kevin, that's a really good way to put it, actually. I never thought of it that way. That's very bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not... I'm just not a big fan of porn. Like, I don't... Uh, I don't get it. I think it's so fake sometimes, you know? Well, like, yeah. I mean, they're actually having sex, but I don't think yeah. they're really enjoying it. Well, that's... No. that's well. Be, and have, I might be wrong, you know? I'm saying, they, like, they, like, have, uh, they have amateur porn, actually, where it's... Uh, <laughs> Seriously, yeah. at, at the Apollo, yeah. <laughs> so oh. it's really bad porn. Like someone comes by and sweeps it off. And like, yeah. Boo. I will Boo. admit, you're fucking like white people. No, you fuck like white people. Fuck, Ed. Kevin's got a point. I actually do like. I do like amateur porn better than like professional porn. Okay, there you go. Like I like the rawness of it. You know, like the where the girl doesn't know she's being taken. Yeah, like there, there is guy girl, multiple people. There is, there is a there's a girl. Uh, no, no, guy and, guy and girl, you know, uh, no weird shit, no elves or anything like that. Just uh, mixed races, whatever. I mean, that's fine. You no, know, no, do you like mixed races? I don't care. Yeah, sure. Why not? You know, it's all sex. It doesn't matter. Mike is colorblind when it comes to boners. Yeah, but like, I mean, uh, you know, there's a thing called a uh, porn or yeah, yeah, that's the most popular porn. We know why it's good because you don't get like viruses from it. Uh, but you get malware though. You I know, well, I don't go to it usually, but I know that that's. But I've gone to it like once or twice, <laughs> and you know it's it's kind of cool. Like I like the amateurness of it, you know, the earnest. Yeah, because I think it's more real. <laughs> where's, 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 where's a couple on their wedding night? Just you know, like <laughs> it's very romantic. She's wearing a veil and nothing else. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but you know, I mean, yeah, sure, why not? I want to give my life to you, Steelworker. Yeah. <laughs> See, my favorite porn is uh, I like to put on a dirty DVD, like The Notebook, or uh, wait, The Notebook is a drama with Ryan Gosling, but yeah. it's, it's emotional porn. Uh, or, or the Lake House. So you like you're kind of a sentimental then, Ed. What? Ed? You're sentimental. Like you don't really like porn. You just like the emotionalness. Ed's sensitive. Or the emotions of yeah. He could get off on a tear rolling down a princess's cheek. Yeah. Well, I put that on with a girl with me, and then I put it in her pooper when she gets sick into the movie. <laughs> you go right for the pooper. Yeah. You're bold. There's another hole. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Ed, I'm serious. You're, Ed, you you're nasty. That's going cool. yeah, interesting. Like Miss you got, Jackson if you're nasty. <laughs> did you ever wonder like uh what I listen I was listening to that song the other night. I actually tweeted this, but what, nasty? No, no, no. I thought you said uh sorry Miss Jackson that song. Oh, the, the outcast song. You know, I'm sorry. Oh no, I was singing the Miss Jackson. Jackson. No. Oh. Jet Jackson's nasty. 
nasty boy don't mean a thing. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't mean to sidetrack. What were we gonna say about the Outcast song? Well, yeah, the Outcast song. You know, it's like I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. I'm for real, or however it goes, you know? Never made to make your doctor cry. I apologize a million times. Don't you think I think Kevin knows the worst better. <laughs> but that's kind of a nice, like, that's kind of a cool thing, right? Like, he's apologizing to the mom, right? Well, yeah, for knocking her daughter up. Exactly, yeah. And I wonder if, like, I wonder if, sometimes I think, like, if Miss Jackson was actually real, like, did she ever forgive him, you know? Well, he apologized a million times. I know, so, which is great. You know, I mean, for a, a rapper, that's a lot of times, to, lot of times to apologize, yeah. right? Yeah, from Andre, three thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> but after all, like that's what that's what my tweet was, Kevin. Like uh, I said, uh, yeah, all the times he apologized, I hope she finally forgave him. You know, <laughs> yeah, in some ways, and he was for real. He was in for some real. ways, it's a redemption song. Well, you know? he's he's begging for forgiveness. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, but they never made a sequel to it, so no, nah, you never know what happens. I mean, maybe that's the brilliance of it, though. You know, yeah, yeah, leaves yeah. it open. I did the best I could, Miss Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> but then I wondered, is there a Mister Jackson too? Like, you know, no, I'm sorry, Mister Jackson. <laughs> you know, like because you'd want to apologize to him too. I mean, uh, I'd be scared. not just Miss Jackson. Of well, Mr. if Jackson. she if she boned Andre three thousand, then she obviously had daddy issues because he wasn't around. So probably there was. Wait, what does uh, Andre? 3,000 have to do with any of this. Like, He's the one that went, whoo. <laughs> oh, was he in that song? I didn't know that. I yeah, he's part of Outcast. Outcast is Andre 3000 and Big Boy. Oh. Not to be confused with Big Boy in the morning. Oh. <laughs> you know what? That shows the guy. Yeah, I don't, it's I it's Boy B-O-I. I didn't realize that. <laughs> you didn't know Andre 3000 was half No, I didn't. I just saw, and now I see him in a, a Schick Razor commercial with, uh, oh. what's his face, you know? Well, he should. You should know him for Outcast. Yeah, no, I guess I should. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm bad with that kind of stuff, you know. No. <laughs> but uh, they're black, right? <laughs> uh, no, no, come on, I'm not saying that. You know, I'm just saying <laughs> he's the one with that skin, right? <laughs> I'm more of a, I'm more of a rock and roller, you know. Like I don't. Uh... But you know who is pretty rock and roll in comedy? I have no idea. Our next guest. Oh, awesome! It's none other than Jamie Lee. Oh, we're so lucky. Last comic standing, fabulous writer, hilarious comedian. We were very lucky enough to get her while she was in town. And she's a girl. That that's kind of a bonus, you know, for us. You know, because usually <laughs> we talk to guys. So this will be interesting for the listeners. Our last episode was with a girl. Oh yeah, two in a row. Okay, never mind. This was, <laughs> now it's passe to interview a girl. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> Just the same old gender. <laughs> And then after that, listen up, everybody. We're going to have another round of the Fort Wrap-Up. Wahoo! Yeah, I just shot myself in the foot. Yow, that hurts. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Jamie Lee to the Fort Podcast. Yeah! Jamie yeah. Oh, <laughs> such a warm welcome. Hot, Hi, guys. Hot off the stage hey. from Comedy Bang Bang tonight. Oh, it's yes, true. At UCB Theater yeah. in Los Angeles. You're a busy, yes. busy person. Yeah, it was a good show. I, uh, I actually <laughs> opened, if you will, for Bob Odenkirk. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Went, I was first, he was second. Yeah, it was really exciting to meet him and see him. That's a prestigious perform. show to play out here. Yeah, it it's funny. I mean, they really do advertise it like anybody could stop by. And then when you're there, you're like, oh, it's true. Anybody could stop by. <laughs> like, uh, mm-hmm. I had no idea Bob Odenkirk was even on the show. It's just like a fun, amazing surprise. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. like such a genius. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Yeah, it was really cool. So uh, what brings you out to LA? Um, well, I just 
came out, I guess, for like pilot season, as douchey as that sounds. I don't know why it sounds douchey, but it does. I've been here since the beginning of February and I'm leaving this Sunday. Yeah, it was a good time. I, I don't know. I, I went on some auditions and this web series that I have, Kid Farm, um, we're trying to turn it now into an animated series for Fox, oh, which cool. is cool. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. It's definitely like very early stages of development, but it was a fun bonus on top of auditioning, which I kind of don't think I'm good at. <laughs> so I was like, oh, it's good to take my focus. Do you get nervous during auditions? Or Yeah, I do. I'm just not, um, I think I can act okay. It's not about that. I guess I'm more anxious just about, it's all the cliches, you know, you go in, everyone looks like you and you get in your head about like, well, what do they want? And then you have to remind yourself, oh, you can't control what they want. You can only do you. And you get into this kind of like, I don't know, Russell Simmons, I think, has that book that's like, do you. And it's like, I will, Russell, just as soon as I figure out who I am. Nice. He's your um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a cooler Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right. right. <laughs> Much rather uh, listen to him than Liam Neeson. The prophet, Russell. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I think all that stuff can kind of mess with you, but it's really, it's just really good. I think it, I think it definitely sort of, uh, you know, thickens your skin and that kind of thing. And, I, you know, I'm a stand-up, so... Um, I'm interested in comedy acting, but I think this is sort of the first year that I've like really admitted that to myself without feeling shame. Because yeah. <laughs> whenever you hear acting, you're like, yikes, <laughs> alert, alert, stigma. Uh, but yeah, I'm sort of like, I guess I'm embracing it now as just another facet of comedy that's possible. I when guess. I when I was a kid, I used to do a lot of uh, acting. I was in a bunch of like stage shows. Oh, uh, we what? You <laughs> said that like I pity you. <laughs> that's weird. That, no. <laughs> Why is that so funny? That's great. <laughs> yeah. We'll let the audience decide. <laughs> no, I was in Fiddler on the Roof. I was oh. in Annie. I was in. I was in. You were in Fiddler Annie. On the roof I was in Annie. I played FDR. Yeah, I was uh, oh Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Oh yeah. God, I love that movie. What were you? But, you were in Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I was the the bad guy. I was uh, Tevye. Really? Yeah. Damn. Wow. Yeah. You can sing. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Oh. I was gonna say that <laughs> again. Like, he gave I, you I was album. excited for you, and again, it sounded like sarcasm. It's gathering <laughs> dust. I was in uh, Art. I was Artful Dodger and Oliver. You know, consider yourself at home. You know? I, I can oh, see you it. Still got it. Yeah, well, <laughs> you got a kid. Go out there and get it. No, gotta, only... Yeah, and you got to wear that beanie. Make it modern. <laughs> That's because I haven't. He's had wearing a, a beanie. Lizard. Haven't had a haircut, and it's cold. Maybe but. Jamie, you let you borrow that Russell Simmons thing. Yeah, <laughs> we got Kevin. Kevin's on my right. Do and then you? It's Kevin and the Bean, isn't that? <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I'm the Bean. You're and the then, Bean, you know, Ed. beanie, oh. and then there's just Ed. Yeah, Ed doesn't belong. I, I, I'm the ant. Ed's the traffic report. Well, I only mentioned my acting thing because when you said like going on auditions. Uh, See, I had been out of it for a long time. I kind of went into music and stuff like that. But a friend of mine said that they were auditioning for this this thing and they couldn't find a lead and she thought that I would be perfect for it for some odd reason. Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, just go audition. They can't find anybody. Uh, you got nothing to lose. So I went. It was This was like, like you know, maybe six years ago or something like that. But I have been out of it for so long. I just remember I was so nervous that when I walked in there, like my whole audition was just horrible. Like, I, you know, once you're out of it, you're out of it. And it, I just, it, yeah. I, 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 I don't know if I could ever go back. Just, auditioning is the worst part of any performing experience. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I felt like, like I once you get the there. part and you're learning stuff and the audience, like, who cares? But like, just that initial, like, ugh, like learning a well, model. I, I will oh. say, oh, no, sorry. Go oh, on. yeah. No, I'm just, I'm done. Um, <laughs> damn right you are. No. Uh, <laughs> I, 
I think that um, that uh, someone told me some really interesting advice, advice, just an observation, a friend of mine who goes out on auditions and like book stuff and she was a child actor and all this stuff. So she has like a history with acting. She told me that uh, it's really important to have to actually have like a day gig where you know it's sort of like I guess made fun of like the you know being a waiter or whatever she's like it's actually really important to have another source of income you know if you're not making a living as an actor yet that stuff is actually really important because um, they can like smell your desperation like there's a big difference between someone who like you know needs the part like needs the cash right versus someone who's like it would be great it's definitely what I want but will I you know have to sleep on a street corner yeah. if I don't get it like there's a huge difference I, I got three dinner shifts this week so yeah. I'll be alright oh good yeah. <laughs> but it, no it, it, it's it's funny what you were saying about how you felt douchey about like admitting that you're that you're an act. Yeah, that, it's that you're, really that, hard for me to admit. That. What, no, no, because I completely agree. Because I know for me, like, uh, like this is like the first year ever, like doing my taxes, where I made, uh, where acting surpassed my my day job, and and that's awesome. Uh, it, but no, wait, no, wait, I'm, that's I'm awesome. Point. I, I, what are you doing? No, what are you what, acting? No, I'm, 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 <laughs> who are you? <laughs> That's um, what you want. Ed. Ed goes by many stage names. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm trying to make a point here. Commercials? Uh, what, uh, Show yeah. off. Oh, that's yes, cool. I'm showing off. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't even know you did commercials. Yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> you piece of shit. No. Good. Yeah. Take him down and put. No, but what I'm trying to say is like this is the first year where like the the majority of my income uh, from acting surpassed the, my my stupid day job, and I'm in the union, and like my bank is the SAG. Union, but if people ever ask me what I do for a living, I'm like, uh, uh, just this and that. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 uh, I, I feel like it's totally like mortifying admitting. Well, it's funny too because, you know, if you're like, I do commercials, it's like, what? Get a hold of yourself. But it's like, no, that's like a totally <laughs> legit, amazing you make a way lot to of make money. money. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And it affords you the opportunity to pursue, you know, whatever creative path you have that's not commercials. So, mm. like, Anyone who makes fun of commercial actors, or like, I guess my point is no one really would, but I think anybody, you should be proud to be like, I do commercials. Like, it's almost like, it's like boasting in a way. Sure. I'm in advertising. I think the assumption is, yeah, that like anybody who's like trying to be like an actor, like trying to make it, like must have some kind of ego and think that they're like super awesome and like better than everybody else. So like, that's I literally, when, when we came in and I was talking to you about your girlfriend what she does and Ooh. what you do i i envy people who have jobby jobs i'm like wow you've had the same job since I, there's something like very mature to me about people who don't pursue anything creative i'm just like god I'm good in, for you look how reasonable you are i mean i'm in music i write music no, I don't you know are that's... you are creative <laughs> but you also have a stable gig within the yeah. realm of creativity yeah, it's you stable. have a job it's pretty stable yeah. you have a 401k yeah it's stable yeah you've had the same job for i, I don't mean you can't be creative i just mean <laughs> no i mean that I, like, like your like, ditties you know th- that's not really no, creative I, mean, you have a crea- I guess I, what i'm saying is anyone who has like a very consistent job that they've had for like a while yes and, they've, and like, i built I, it up. I do like it because it that's is amazing although it's a little scary because we never know what shows are going to keep going or what not right but yet, it still seems to work out, so it's pretty comfortable. Yeah, but the point is, like, you're a grown up. the The problem you're with me, while I'll up. never be a grown up, is because I constantly use the word grown up. <laughs> I know. I'm like, when does that stop? Thirty five? Yeah. Is that a good age to should, become a grown up? You should tell people what you do. Though, I mean, like, I think when you say, "Oh, I do a little this and a little that," 
that makes you sound a little like weird. In other words, you sound like a drifter. Yeah, no. Yeah, you sound like <laughs> fucking Benny from Benny and Jude. To me, like if, if, <laughs> if I didn't know you, if I didn't know you, I would think like that means, oh, maybe he's in, maybe he's in porn or no, maybe he's a drug dealer. Or, actually, you know, or, no, maybe you know what I have said last couple of years, which I and I just say this just to change the topic. I just say I teach because I teach stand up at Westside. Oh, uh, you do? Yeah. But oh, that, you were saying on the phone, you were like, "Yeah, I'm teaching," and I was, I just, my mind, don't ask me why, it went straight to autism. Why did it go straight to autism? <laughs> I don't know. It's just the well, way that, you said specific... it. I just got a real special needs vibe, <laughs> yeah. which really warmed my heart. I mean, literally I'm... until just now, I was like, "Oh, he teaches autism." I just assumed. I just assumed. And now I burst the bubble and you're like, oh, you're just a dirtbag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really interesting. Gotta have a tight five. Who am I? Gotta have a tight five. That's Ed. Ed's a, very, Ed's a very good person. I, he would teach. He's a great guy. Like, Ed, Ed must give off a, a yeah. very saintly, generous vibe. Yeah. You do you have a very, you yeah. have a warmth to you're, you. You're like a teddy bear, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. That, it's, uh, Seriously, no, it's it's a good thing. I really was like, oh, good for him. Well, let's you know? give that an applause. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, just I, for I, You know, he made more taxes <laughs> after commercial work than he did his. You're going to be the guy that yeah. cures autism. What commercials someday. are you in right now? I'm still clapping. What uh, commercials uh, are you in? Uh, I have a Ford commercial that's in the Spanish market, and then oh. uh, I don't think it's airing, but it was the last thing before that was like a old navy thing uh-huh but uh but yeah you know cool. then things here and there but That's nothing awesome. major um oh my god so what, i'm so jealous so what have been uh like some of your like uh uh <laughs> more interesting or frustrating survival jobs that you've had uh well i ha- can i have a survival job that's within the industry yeah of course. okay yeah. This, any job for me th- probably the number one survival job i was um so okay so i had a a very consistent job i worked as a publicity assistant at comedy central that was my first job out of college i well i i actually was promoted to coordinator i don't mean to brag because that's not a brag brag um Mm -hmm. no but i yeah so i was there whatever i was just there long enough to be promoted a little bit and uh, it was a great job but i obviously was more interested in being on the performance side of things Mm -hmm. so i left and then i started nannying which that was that was almost it was so simple that there just it was just so like stress free and it, almost like too easy to the point where because the kids weren't even that young so there wasn't any like real discipline just give them a little beer me. put them in their room now, right. when you, when you <laughs> say when you say you're a nanny my mind and Immediately goes to Mary Poppins. Oh, really? I, th- I thought special needs kids. Yeah, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking aut- autistic thank kids. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Like a spoonful of sugar. Yeah, that makes the down. autism go down. <laughs> little um, little but, uh, animated, animated birds. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you no longer have Asperger's. Um, but no, so anyways, a uh, really long way to get to the point was that I actually had to quit that first nanny job because about a month in, um, I was recommended for a writer's assistant job for the marriage ref, which was Jerry uh, Seinfeld yeah. Oh, yeah. and Tom Papa and um, oh my god why can I not remember his name the guy he's a writer for Arrested Development Chuck oh, that would be it's gonna kill me anyways Kevin thing yeah we'll figure it out all right but point is so it was it was me in a in a room with uh, four like oh and Jeff Cesario those were the four so it's Jerry Seinfeld Tom Papa Chuck it, Chuck Martin I think it's Chuck Martin. Mm-hmm. God, I hope I'm right. And then Jeff Cesario. And the four of us are in a, a room. We're in, not in a room. We're in Jerry Seinfeld's office overlooking Central Park. Uh, just, you know, walls laden with photos of Porsche memorabilia. Just every, <laughs> everything was Porsche. He's a car, car guy. And, yeah. uh, Porsche guy, apparently. Big yeah. Porsche guy. And 
Um, again, really long way to get to the point. So he, he I was a writer's assistant, and uh, there was definitely a little bit of like, I don't know, I felt like he kind of hated me. And uh, it was weird because I didn't do anything wrong. I think it's just, what, you know, what gave you that vibe? Well, there was one time, oh my God, I, I cried so hard the night after this happened. So I'm, you know, on a on a computer and my computer is hooked up to a screen so all the writers can see what I'm what notes I'm taking down. And I saw whatever I wrote there was like a squiggly line under it and I was like whatever I'm just going to go back when we're done cuz they were like flowing and you know I was trying to keep up with my typing and uh <laughs> and and I think there was a period where there should have been a question mark and Jerry stopped and did this like pregnant pause and he was like jamie typically after who what where when why what follows and i was like oh yeah no i know there's i need to change that but i was just trying to keep up and then he was like well why don't you change that before we proceed and i was like oh okay and so i like fixed it and and i was oh it like ripped my guts out because also it's like yeah, like, I just wanted to be like, yeah, no, I know, but you can't say that, <laughs> you know, so you have to be like, yeah, no, that's a good point, what does come after, what, where? you know, and it and it was just such an awkward situation, and oh. then that night, his assistant wrote me an email saying, Jerry wants to meet with you a half hour before tomorrow's session, and we met, and he, it was just the two of us in his office, and he was just like, I think you're, you know, you're really great, and I can tell you really want to be here but I'm worried you know that you might not be able to like keep up with us and it was just a really I think I actually felt genuinely insulted um but also so inferior that I couldn't even allow myself to feel insulted I just sort of was in this mode of like deferring to him like yeah you're right no I'm a piece of shit yeah no no yeah and uh really the whole time well especially in retrospect I'm like uh you were just like kind of being a dick like I was good I was a good assistant and especially I never um I never uh said that I I wasn't a court reporter and I made that very clear I was like I mean I, I'm a fast enough a stenographer yeah, yeah I was mm-hmm. like I'm I'm a fast enough typist typer, but, uh, you know, my background is in publicity and I'm a stand up. Like that's my, that's it, you know? And, uh, so I think it was just a combination of, you know, he's, he's great. He's so talented and so unbelievable to watch in action. And he's also very used to things being the way he wants. So, you know, coming, if I were from where he's sitting, it makes total sense that he would feel this way. So, you know, it's, it's an interesting thing where I'm like, Oh, I felt like this, but at the same time, I totally understand where he's coming from. Right. But they, so but, anyways, he, but they kept you on after that. Still, um, a little bit. I think I was fired about a week and a half later, but they fired a bunch of writer's assistants. I actually found out that I stayed on the longest of all the writers. Oh, there you go. But they fired a bunch of them. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was interesting that he didn't have a go-to writer's assistant. Ooh. Because he has so many, you know, he's an he's a personal assistant, and you know, he has other people. I'm sure well, helping he keeps, him out. He keeps firing him. Yeah, well, I just thought that. Yeah, exactly. No, that was the whole thing. I was like, oh, I guess I've just fired every single writer's assistant. But it's weird because within the industry, there's so many people you'd think who would be just like perfect for that job, but apparently not. Well, I mean, it's like a pirate that kills his own crew. You got to keep 
getting new pirates or new yeah. pirates board your ship. I think right. you just confirmed that I could never be a writer's assistant. <laughs> it was really, you know it what? It sounds like it was You really just confirmed pressured. I could never have a job where I get yelled at once. <laughs> oh, and not just yelled at, but like, it or wasn't, and scolded. it wasn't, yes, yeah. being scolded, yeah, definitely not yelled at, but scolded by someone who's that powerful is like... And that you look a, up to. And, and yeah, really, exactly. right, it was really my first industry job. So I was like, oh my, so the whole time you're just like, don't fuck this up, don't fuck this up, don't fuck this up. And then you're like, oh, I'm fucking it up. Like Jerry Seinfeld is is talking with me one on one, telling me how I'm walking on thin ice, and it was just my heart, just like oh god. But at the same time, it was like the most wonderful experience. Like yeah. would never take it back. It was unbelievable. It yeah. was so un. I was in such awe, even when he was like saying those things. I was just like, this guy is like above and beyond. Like, what is the deal with your attitude? I know, <laughs> I know. But he was so, and it's just incredible watching him work with um he was working with the other comedians on his staff you know his small staff but just the way he has such an instinct about you know if someone pitches a joke and everyone was so great i mean all the jokes that were i mean they laughed so much and i laughed so much as a as a writer's assistant i'm sure that was part of the reason why i sucked so i was like <laughs> ah, ha, 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 ha. wait where am i oh my god it's not my it's not my job to give you guys feedback i'm just supposed to take you're, notes you're typing ha ha ha, ha. yeah <laughs> <laughs> jar 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 no, no, jar jar typing, jar jar uh, jar lol yeah, yeah. um but uh oh funny that you mentioned lol because i think one time i wrote gotta g-o-t-t-a uh-huh. and he was like i don't i don't do those like he does not do <laughs> he doesn't do any he doesn't do gonna or gotta he doesn't, so he doesn't any a, any kind of like abbreviation text yeah like what you how you would text someone all oh. of that out the window. And what's really interesting is when i tweet now I Tom Papa follows me on Twitter, and I always, anytime I start to write Gata, I'm like, mm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna fix it. If I have enough characters, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna do Got Space Two. Because that that is the realm to abbreviate in Twitter, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's of course, where you and that's where we do it because yeah, yeah and that, I mean that's where we get those habits. It's all from you know just our the evolution of of communication. Sure. And, you know, I, I, to... I try to avoid it as much as possible and like do like periods and good punctuation. Oh, good and, for you. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm terrible. I'm just like, hey, what <laughs> up? Okay, bye. Like yeah. all in one string. Like <laughs> That's like the worst. Uh, my dad, you know, I, I taught him how to text on his phone. Mm-hmm. And my dad, uh, he's like a history teacher and punctuation is the main thing with him. So whenever he texts me on the phone, it's, it's always perfect punctuation mm. and everything. And I'm like, Dad, you know, you could abbreviate a few things. Right. You know? Instead of saying, like, you, Y-O-U, you know, you could just do you. Uh, right. Dad, my no. dad. I hate that. Oh, well, that I, would kind of creep me out if my yeah, dad did I'd hate you. your dad so much. I would <laughs> well, be like, no, don't text me, Mr. Cosentini. He doesn't do it. He, he, he well, you know. <laughs> I do it because I'm just, I'm tired of typing sometimes. Like, you know. Yeah. I, I, think, I, think, a, I think it shows respect to the person you're communicating. But I totally true. agree with that. And that, and that's why I feel like I really do feel bad when I abbreviate. I'm like, oh, yeah. God, they're going to, it just feels, but it's also, it's so convenient. It's I true. assume everyone's driving. I obviously. Because I'm always driving. So. Yeah, oh, yeah. You text, Ooh. you text and drive a lot, uh, don't you? I'm a man on the go. I got places to be. You know, a go. couple times I just thought you were mad at me because it's very brief. You know. Oh yeah. Like definitely. sometimes I'll just get like you know I'll be like blah 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 and I'll you know write out a nice text. Yeah, somebody, and yeah, then like, I'll like it'll uh, respond uh, like okay. Or, or, then, or like it'll be you know, it'll come to pick me up and autistic kids. Yeah, what happened with the applause? Right. That'd be good. A few yeah. minutes ago. <laughs> like it'll pull up in front of my place and it'll just say out front. I'm like, wow, geez, like you know, <laughs> like how about a nice to see? Very you? succinct. I mean, it just you know, it's very succinct, very brief. You know, I think I'd be so weirded out if a family member wrote how 
the letter R, the letter U, and be like, do you want to do it? Like, why are you? <laughs> why are you being like sexy? Like how space R space U? Yeah. Wow. Now how's that sexy is just supposed to I don't to know. It just feels very sexy. It's going to come on ish a little bit. Yeah. Sexy. Yeah. How sexy. are you? Like, take it you? easy. How are you, happy face? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I write back like, I'm not falling for your games. And it's like, You're, it's your, it's dad. Why are you being weird, James? Yeah. <laughs> dad, Sorry, dad. If, if you want to talk to me, take me out for dinner. Yeah. And we'll see where we go. Yeah. How are you? I, I just write back, I know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can tell this is a mass text dad to yeah. all your other daughters. Yeah. <laughs> Please. I'm not what? just one of your women. You know, I got that from one of my older phones because like, I, before I got a smartphone, it was one of those phones where you had to click a button like one or three times in order to get to the right letter mm-hmm. and yeah i mean at times like i felt like my thumbs were gonna well, fall off yeah that was kind of a so thing. yeah that's, no, I still so i got into the habit of abbreviating from that i guess you know yeah i don't get texts from my parents but they're on facebook all the time my really dad, yeah parents on facebook. on facebook huh yeah, yeah. My, my folks are so scared of facebook that's oh, good they, they love it. yeah it's, it's always whatever food they're eating or like i'm oh. opening a bottle of wine wait oh they do statuses on facebook yeah all the wow. time wow yeah. <laughs> they post they post on the you know the public well, that's kind of sweet or though you know like oh. you can see what they're eating for dinner you know yeah like way more than i do i never yeah. post on facebook yeah. yeah but they're all over it it's great. Those, wow. uh, i forget if i brought this up before but uh over christmas one of my sisters made a comment about one of my tweets about and it was a joke about my family and i was like i'm kidding about everything that that's on twitter it's all a joke how many jokes do i make about being molested <laughs> right, they were right like oh yeah i guess so I was like, oh man, if they only knew I was molested. But <laughs> I only knew. Ed, your sister listened to this show. What? Your sister? No, they don't care about uh, me. <laughs> they care about you. They just don't care about your artistic side. Wait, you teach stand-up? That's awesome. Uh, here's here's my. How big are your classes? Oh, they're about like twelve to fourteen. Wow. People, uh, when they want to learn, it's totally awesome. When they're like the funniest guy at the office, that's in there to show me how it's done. Ugh. Then it's like, yeah, then it's just kind of like, uh, it's always a challenge where I'm just like, okay, uh, like the first day I kind of like make fun take of, it easy, Aaron. I just assume his name's Aaron. Oh yeah, there's yeah, there's like usually a couple Aaron's. <laughs> yeah, but, always, but I always make fun of just like I know some of you guys come in here with uh, we're whacking off to internet porn jokes or or, <laughs> or, or 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 different cultures. But hey, why don't you try these things that I'm telling you, and then we'll figure out what else you know. Um, oh, that's so weird to have to like yeah, because I I mean when I started stand up, I definitely was yeah. I mean I think that I did a lot of like shock humor. Can you give us a, for instance, of one of your shock humors from the past? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just, definitely. I, I'm just curious to hear what like Here's shock one. humor. Here's okay. one. Um, actually, I st- whatever. I still kind of like this joke. But <laughs> I just say, um, uh, my roommate, oh my God, my roommate is such a germaphobe. Whenever her boyfriend comes over, she always makes that poor bastard like put toilet paper down before... Um, he takes a dump on her chest. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> what? I, I, I think that's how it went. She <laughs> makes him put toilet paper. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. Anyways, yeah. How long ago did you used to do shock humor? Um, well, I started stand up like five years ago. Yeah. So yeah, five years. See, that's ago. how that's how much time has changed. Like shock humor isn't so shocking now. Like now you've got to really shock in order to get shocking. You know? Yeah. Because people are sort of dead into that. See, like taking a shit on a guy's chest. Ah, yeah, these days, the back in the nineties, it was holy moly. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's now changed. that's the lunch break. Yeah. yeah. Um, now it's like that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's not funny. Um, so that's what big, I did last what's night. What's the big deal? Yeah. So uh, you do a lot of traveling. Um, have you ever been to Europe? I have been to Europe. Uh, how long ago? The last time I was in Europe was two summers ago. I went to England. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Was it dangerous? It was pretty dangerous. Really? Uh, well, yeah. Uh, what happened? Well, how'd it go? It went a little something like this. Hello? Daddy, I arrived in Europe and we've been followed. There are kidnappers in my apartment and they're going to take in me. Okay, listen to me. Do everything I say. Go into the next room and hide under the bed. You're doing it? I am now. Now leave the phone on and let them take in you. What? No, I can't. Trust me, it's the only way. Oh my God, they got me. I'm taken. Who is this? I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a set of... Damn it! Thank you for calling Domino's Pizza. Would you care to hear about our two medium, two toppings for... I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. Is this for pickup or safe delivery? If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. Did you push redial on your phone to call back your daughter who's been taken? Yes. She called you, remember? You called it in order yesterday. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that I have... Jesus! Thank you for calling Domino's. Would you like to hear about our two topics? But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. I don't have your daughter, and I don't have time for this. It's peak dinner hours. Man! Thank you for calling Domino's. Right now, all of I don't our know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that I get... Hold on one second, I have another call. Daddy, it's me! I am at the corner I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that I have acquired... If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are... Son of a bitch! Thank you for calling Domino's. Would you like to hear about our two toppings? Don't hang up! What'd I tell you? I'd like two medium, two-topping pizzas. The first one pepperoni and mushrooms. The other with sausage and bacon. This is for cash or charge. I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Wow so, wow. so what else did you do while you were in Europe? <laughs> so you obviously made it out okay. Yeah, God. it worked out. I mean, it worked uh, out. My, my well, stepdad here, bought yeah. me a horse. Isn't that what happened in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson's like, hey, here's a freaking karaoke machine. She's like, this is the best present ever. She's totally lying. She's like, this is not a pony. Nothing gets you over a Euro kidnapping trauma better than a pony in a karaoke machine. Yeah. <laughs> she survived. Her friend got, got drugged and raped. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and, and yeah she, that sucked. And she just got put on a pedestal. She basically That guy, had- though, that guy at the airport... Um, in the beginning, he was hot. Like that wasn't dumb of them to go with him. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I would have done the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I definitely would have been captured by Albanians. And I would have loved it. <laughs> the bad guys have always become Albanians in uh, action movies these days. Have you noticed that? What, uh, what, what's, what other example do you have? Uh, I believe in Die Hard uh, was an Albanian, wasn't it? That was the, the first one. No, yeah, uh, he's German. Oh, he's German. Yeah. I thought what he was if Albanian. Albanians are just were just people from Albany? <laughs> <laughs>
with a weird that region of New York. (laughs) White bread. Stupid state state capital bastards. Um, you know, uh, you got to admit though that part of taken with uh, with the auction was pretty dope. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, can this scene last a little longer? This is awesome. Yeah. Does this happen? I love it. It was so like Fidelio. It was like a mini documentary about the most horrible thing that happens on well, a daily basis. But when like, everyone oh. was sitting there like with the button, I was yeah. like, God, this it, is so cool. It was kind of like a cooler version of the "Open Your Heart to Me" video. Where uh, Madonna, Wait, the, where Madonna, you know, open your yeah, heart. Oh, yeah, to... I know the song. I, I don't know the video. Uh, mm-hmm. And the video is like uh, Madonna's like in a in like a peep show, uh-huh. and then like there's all like these creepazoids in in, uh, in like suits like watching her. And sometimes there's like there's like two guys in one booth, and oh, then there's like so cool. Then there's a kid out front of the peep show. And he's like covering his face, doing this, and then afterwards, after she gets done, you know, uh, stripping for money, she goes out and dances with the little kid. Wow, <laughs> what a premise. <laughs> I'm glad wow. they put in the little kid. Otherwise, that video would have been very depressing. <laughs> yeah. Children, they really bring your spirits up, don't they? I I would... I don't know. There's something super cool about sex lanes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like super cool at a, like, like a taboo or like... Yeah. Like they, oh, well, man. When like, she was in that like... She was in that like costume and they like put her on... I don't know. There's something like really cool about it. Well, the thing is like with work slaves, they're always like sweaty and tired and they're like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm, I don't want to make any more Nikes. But like... Sex you know, slaves, it's like... Uh, they get free drugs and they get to sleep all the time because they're so high. Like, sounds pretty yeah. great. <laughs> They just lay around under a slow-moving fan. <laughs> yeah, cry me a river, sex slaves. <laughs> you know how hard it is for me to make my rent and to buy drugs yeah, so I can yeah. lay around my yeah. my studio yeah. underneath a fan. I don't even have I don't even have air conditioning. You just lay there like a piece of meat and take it, and then man, I guess I never looked at it that way. But they should call that movie sure. "Take It, Not Take It." <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? You should write that for the for the other perspective because there's that new show coming up, Missing, which is just basically taken switched, where it's like I'm a kick ass mom getting my slut son. Oh, oh, it's a gender switch. Wait, taken. what? There's a TV show. There's uh, there's billboards on all the buses and stuff like that, and I just saw the trailer uh, before a movie. But yeah, it, it's Ashley a, Judd, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Where it's like uh, her son gets oh, taken. Gets taken. Or his, but, her, her but, son is missing. But, and, yeah. And he's like, little you know, the, I'm not a regular soccer mom. Oh, right. I'm a CIA She's soccer like, mom. Right. Like Sally Field and Eye for an Eye. But, like, yeah. is it sex slavery, though, that the, that the boy gets traded into? Oh, or that's do they, fun. Uh, no, no. That's it, no it, it, it's work slavery. They that, put him in. <laughs> they make him so make Nikes. It's, it's yeah. like a cross between 24 and the Hogan family in some ways. Uh, if, oh, if the Hogan yeah. family was not about Sandy Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't. It was uh, Valerie Bertinelli originally. No, that was Valerie. But then uh, Valerie she left, got... and then St. Yeah, Duncan was... came in to get turned to the Hogan family. Yeah, yeah, yeah stop yeah. fighting. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right, Ed. You're right. Usually I am. Jason yeah, Bateman no, was on that show. Who? Jason Bateman, who was oh. in Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you worked uh, with the humble, that, humble yeah. beginnings, you know. Mm-hmm. So, see, well, times are tough for me because I'm too old to ever be a sex slave now. Uh, if I was to go to Thailand, I'm like, oh, you're too old and out of shape. Yeah, you got to be like well, at least, at least under 15. You have like a, you could pass for like, you're like vaguely Asian looking. <laughs> you're the best thing to have to my self esteem <laughs> in years. Thank you, Jamie. No problem. <laughs> No Wait, problem, I don't see pal. the Asian connection, but yeah, not even I vaguely. Mean, my grandma, uh, if uh, she, people would ask it, like she could look Asian if you. Uh, she she's got a beady eye. She squinted her eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I, you I, told me you were like half 
or a cord or something. I believe it. All my family's from Mexico, but I've gotten everything from Italian to Persian to yeah. to Asian. That yeah, one's you weird. Got, yeah, it just it just means like you know olive but, skin, kind of furry. But when you're doing <laughs> auditions, furry. <laughs> but like for auditions and stuff, you've never gone out for like Asian or or Persian or anything like that, have you? Uh, I well, go I, I, I go would. out for uh, n- uh, non-specific ethnic. Yeah. Non-specific ethnic. Yeah, that or... You're ethnically uh, ambiguous. Uh, uh, untraditionally good-looking. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's great! <laughs> yeah, that is cool. Look at that! Look at that little description on the side. <laughs> that, but that's the equivalent of, like, good personality for, like, <laughs> for yeah. a non-attractive girl. That's yeah. something you put on your tombstone. <laughs> uh, really quick... One of the sides that I got for one of the pilots I went in for, um, just recently. The, yeah, this is this is just a couple of weeks ago. It said uh, it said very cute but a total mess. <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> it's like they wrote it for me. <laughs> How they know? How do they know? Cute but Stop a total mess. Me. Yeah. No, but you were adorable. Uh, oh, do you, ha- you. Do you have a boyfriend right now? Well, I went through a breakup a while ago. Oh, oh, yeah? Do you guys keep in contact? Not really, but I ran into him the other day. Yeah, how'd that go? It went something like this. <laughs> Joan? Is that you? Andy? Yeah, how have you been? I've been good, and you? Good. I'm good. You look great. Thanks, you too. Uh... Uh, I'm kind of late for work, so... Joan, wait. I... I've missed you. I've missed you too, Andy. (sighs) We had some good times, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Do you ever think about us? You know, how it would be if we ever stayed together? Actually, yes. I do sometimes. I think about it a lot. I wanted to marry you. I mean, just imagine us living together as man and wife. Here's your beer, sweetie. Thanks, hon. Are you enjoying the football game? Oh, yeah. Hey, what about those nachos? Uh, Coming right up. Demons! Hetical's minions have found me. The war has begun. Kill the chosen one. Humanity's under attack. Oh, Andy, it's just like you said would happen. We have to get to safety. If I fall, mankind is doomed. Kill him. Kill Andy. Run, Joan! Run! <sighs> right. I forgot about Hetzacool. It's Hetzacool. Oh, um, so you still think there's a demon war coming? Humanity's day of reckoning is nigh, and it is prophesied that I will be the one to defeat Hetzacool and his army. Andy, your fantasies were always out of control. Did you ever, you know, try to get help for that, or...? You were the only help I ever wanted, Joan. I always thought you'd be with me to help navigate the savage wastelands. And remember, we used to talk about having kids? Yes, I wanted our first to be a boy. I can see us now, raising him together. But Mommy, why can't we go out during the day? It's too dangerous. The flying serpent beasts blanket the sky and are ever vigilant for human survivors. Be brave, my son. Our resistance force grows stronger every day. Soon we will counterattack. Hetzacool, but how? Foolish Andy, you cannot hide from me. I smell your destiny. Joan, take the boy and go. This day, I'll crush your woman and devour your spawn while you watch. We 
We won't leave you, my love. Just go. As long as I have my guitar, I can hold him off with the power of rock. <laughs> You still play guitar? Oh yes, I must train every day. It's good to have a hobby. It's not just a hobby, it's for the future. Oh, Joan, you were so good for me. You made me feel strong. Even now, I could see myself growing old with you and us being together in the twilight of our years. King Andy, Hitsicle's demonic hordes have overrun our defenses. We must flee at once. Never. He has destroyed our sanctuary twice before already. He shan't do it a third time. We must fight for the inhabitants of new, new Andy Town at all costs. That's so cool. Sire, your guitar. I grow weary of our decade-long battles, chosen one. Let us finish it once and for all. Agreed, demon. This war ends now. Okay, enough, Andy. I wasn't even in that one. Nice seeing you, but I really have to get to work. So, do you want to get coffee later? What? Are you serious? No, I don't want to get coffee. Look, I was in love with you once, and if you'd gotten help for your ridiculous juvenile messiah complex, we could have had something special. In fact, it probably would have gone something like this. Honey, I'm home from being an architect. I was just going over our son's report card. Straight A's again! Is he still at violin practice? For the next two hours, why? How's this sound? I draw you up a hot bubble bath, and afterwards I give you a nice long... Mexican robots, they're invading! Oh, Joan, it's just like you said what happened. Why didn't we nuke Mexico when we had the chance? Really, Joan? You're still worried about Mexican robots? They're being built as we speak, and when they take over the country, you'll be sorry you didn't listen. Goodbye, Andy. Man, that chick is crazy. Maybe she wasn't the one after all. You can do better. You're the chosen one. I sure am, voice in my head. I sure am. She's totally right about those Mexican robots. Oh, yeah. That, that's what my cousins do. Uh, they <laughs> El boop, el beep. Yeah. Well, wow. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's, it's, it's a family business, but it's only for, like, uh, construction and, like, you know, helping build the city. Yeah, Like, those right. robots are never going to, like, do anything beyond help. I, they probably have arms strong enough to carry, like, battering rams and rocket launchers and all kinds of stuff. I want to help build, like, more Mayan temples and stuff like that. They're, they're, great, uh, uh, they're a great attraction for, like, tourists. Robots mm. building Mayan temples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I just what? heard your Spanish accent just a little bit just then. <laughs> it did. It came out a little bit. <clears throat> They're great for Mayan temple. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just being racist. I'm pleasantly offended. When no, I get a little, it's okay. It was sweet racism. When I gets a little frustrated, I mean, sometimes his uh, accent will come out. I, 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 I know you guys are. I fucking was with in me. a commercial. <laughs> For the Ford Focus. That, that's the thing. I, in my Mexican, my Spanish-speaking commercials, they don't let me talk. 
<laughs> oh, that's right. In the Ford one, huh? You don't? Do you have any lines? No, I just clap. Yeah, <laughs> no, but it's, but your eyes say it all. Like it's enough words. But, okay, because uh, I the I, passion. My, it, it's Mexican clapping. Because I did a lottery commercial that was in both in English and in Spanish. Oh. And uh, in, in in the English one, I just said I won, I won, and then in the Spanish one, I go gané, and then we did the rest of it, and then afterwards, we're just like. No, come here. So I had to go back to the sound booth and they're like, say it again. And all, gane, gane. And then they're like, no, like this, gane, gane. And I was like, gane. And I was, and I was just, like, just do it like that. But I was, I was like, now I'm just sounding like really racist. <laughs> and just like, so I don't know if that's me or not in the Spanish version because it does look weird. Did you, I, did you feel like you were selling out your own people a little bit? Oh, but I'll do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> Rent is so expensive in LA. It's me too. I will sell out Whitey Ed, first chance I, I get. I, I, for some reason, I do really want to see you do some kind of commercial where you just yell out like Tia de los Muertes advertising Tombstone Pizza <laughs> mm. <laughs> I the, can't explain selling it. the holiday yeah. at the yeah. Hollywood at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery oh this, yeah that's this, right November yeah. 1st oh, Day works. of the Dead I forgot yeah we I can't explain it at my sc- I went to this really weird private school um, for kindergarten through 8th grade and uh, it was like the reason I say it was really weird because it was really small it was basically like it was like one notch above homeschool like there were 16 kids in my grade jeez really? yeah it was wow. really crazy and like it was basically run by like all these like busybody PTA moms just with nothing to do but like bake and bring cookies to the school it was so bizarre anyways we had a day of the dead um, bake sale and yeah. it was basically just brownies but like with cinnamon in them <laughs> <laughs> and they're like we're being so cultural I'm like it's cinnamon like <laughs> calm down so Jamie how can your fans find you oh um well I'm on the internet so that's convenient for my my for my fan um, <laughs> for all my fan that's like Amy Schumer's joke where she's like all my black friend it's so funny anyways just a quick plug for Amy um, but yeah I'm on Twitter at the Jamie Lee so there's that and then I have a website jamieleecomedy.com and you can link to like my YouTube and I have Kid and Farm Kid Farm Kid Farm's on frankly. Kid Farm's on comedycentral.com and frankly is on YouTube. I created a playlist so you can watch all the episodes in a row. Awesome. Yeah. All right, wait. Awesome. Thanks well, for thank coming on. Thank you so much for coming yeah. on the show. Oh, thank you, you guys awesome. for having me. You're wonderful so guest. fun. Awesome oh, stories. you're a wonderful guest. <laughs> I, 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 wish I took I could your be. job. You're actually <laughs> fired. I'm replacing you, but we're going to have you on real soon. All right. Well, thanks a lot for it. Uh, I had a great time. Uh, I hope you guys stick around because up next is my last episode of the Fort Wrap Up. Wahoo! Yeehaw! Kevin and Dean. Yeah! Look out, Cactus. I'm coming for you. Come on. Gonna put a hole in you. Yeah! I actually wanted her to introduce the Fort Rapazzo. Oh, well, that would have been good. Ah, shit. We can still do it. My comedy instincts are horrible. Everybody is the Ford wrap up. Wahoo! Oh, what do you think, Horsey McGee? You think we should ride into this little old western town? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> well, for the hey, you just said your first words. For that, you get a carrot. <laughs> I'm going to top the evening to us. <laughs> I'm taking this talking horse right into the Ford wrap up. We're going to have a good time. <laughs> yeah! Kippity cloppity! <laughs> But that that horse sounded very Irish. I mean, uh, Irish history. His name was McGee. McGee, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, horses come from Ireland. Wow. Well, uh, yeah, I can see it. Sure, why not? You know.
Hey everybody, we had a milestone day today. We hung out with our number one fan, Ingrid Holst. Yeah, you hear that? Every fan besides Ingrid, she's number one. Yeah, because she talks to us. Yeah, you she- guys uh, follow us on Twitter or Tumblr and talk to us. And she I- visits and she visits us in person when she's on vacation. And in then, LA. like we, we 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 had drinks. She ate a brownie. Uh, we went to go see the Raid Redemption. Yeah, we saw a movie together. Don't yeah. you? Don't you feel dumb for not contacting us? Jerks. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to say thank you to Ingrid Holst for Yay. hanging out with us and her husband, John. Oh, Yeah, John, it John. was very nice to meet them both. It was very cool. Yeah, John doesn't listen to the podcast, so we were very obnoxious. He's a good sport. God yeah. bless you, John, for hang- for uh, not punching us in the face. <laughs> uh, he did punch me in the dick once. <laughs> <laughs> but not but, the face, though, so good for him. <laughs> dude, I got to say, the, the Raid uh, Redemption oh, movie yeah. we just saw. Man, I was blown away. Uh, How blown away were you? I mean, I was like, I was very impressed. On a scale of 1 to 11, how blown away? I was 11. It was blown away. I mean, I thought the martial arts were incredible. And brutal. And insane. And the the choreography, it was like like watching a dance routine where people were murdering each other with their fists. So you think you can dance? Yeah, so you think you can pump it? Yeah. Yeah, they, they were going on so long. Like, uh, d- uh, if you watch the movie, there's like this one scene where the, the it's a very small guy, like really giving it to the heroes. And like, I was, I was, I was putting myself in the position of the heroes. Like, the people that we're rooting for, I was just like, just, just, just take it, just die. Like, <laughs> just let him kill you. Like, this guy's obviously better. And yeah, the, there, there was this one scene which was unusual, right? Uh-huh. Uh, it's one of the bad guys, but he had two of the good guys like fighting him. But he was whipping both their asses. Yeah, he was so I good. Mean, I guy, was rooting for him. Yeah, the guy like, wouldn't go down. Yeah, he this could barely scene, keep up. Yeah. yeah, this scene went on, and it was incredible. Oh, they could barely keep up. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. This scene went on for at least seven minutes. At the end of the seven minutes, he, was, he had sportsmanship and he had heart. <laughs> Actually, the, yeah, and there was a little intermission in that scene where they cut to like where the action was going on somewhere else, and they had to and cut then back. They cut back, and it was still the same amount of action going. But on. But here's my favorite part: at the end of that 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 Spo- sequence. Spoiler alert! At the end of that sequence, all right, not too much detail. Yeah, I'm just gonna say, Ed, uh, at the end of that scene. Yeah. When everything just all the dust settled, the main thing uh, happened. Yes. Yeah. Ed, you cackled so loud. It was great. And Ed, Ed wasn't the only one. It, no, like, but then all of a sudden other people like started cackling. Yeah. And, but I think you kind of started it because you laughed and the, really I, hard. Yeah. And there was a little bit of applause. And uh, yeah. I heard a couple woos. Yeah. Because it was so like it was so, it was so cathartic. You like yeah, it was great. It was an emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I think uh, as Americans, you know, we enjoy our blood uh, gushing. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. that's what we got. Yeah, so, uh, and now you know it, I'm not it, a bad person, Mike. No, you're not. It, you're <laughs> listen, Ed. I'll say I was a bad person hey, at one bl- point. Blood, uh, bloodlust is natural. I'll, and I'll What's the you, worst thing you've ever done, Mike? Well, I'm not saying like uh, no, no, no. Tell us. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm sure. I guarantee you, the worst thing you've ever done is is probably like like my my like like Monday lunch. No, I'm I'm relating to what you did in the theater, which I thought was very funny. I went and saw L.A. Confidential a long time ago in the theater. Uh-huh. There was a scene where Danny DeVito was just getting the shit beat out of him. Oh, what about the scene where, where uh, uh, Russell Crowe was beating the shit out of Kim Basinger? That's a hilarious scene. <laughs> Not kidding. If you watch it again, it's hilarious. Anyway, well, Danny Now, DeVito. my thing was like Danny DeVito, he was in a chair. He was tied up and he was getting punched. By James Cromwell. Exactly. And for some reason... When he was getting when when he was getting hit, and uh-huh. I have I like him a lot, you know, 
But he's a but he's a dwarf. So it's Danny funny. DeVito. But when he was getting was he a dwarf? Well, dwarfish. Well, I mean, I don't know. But when he's when Danny normal. DeVito Come was, on, let's take it back. I, I want to be on he's Always not a, Sunny at some point. I'm just saying he's not. He doesn't have a real human's body. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I don't know what you call it. No, I'm saying when no, he's a very yeah. talented guy, and you know I like Danny DeVito. Yeah. But when he was getting beat up, I started cackling like Ed did really loud in the theater, and it was inappropriate. I was the only one. Oh, and uh, yeah, it was very awkward. But were then you, I kept laughing. I don't know why. Were, Something. Were, were you drunk like me at Wolfman? No, no, I was. Uh, no, no, no. Asterisk uh, for podcast episode four. <laughs> yeah, this is a comic book. When we went and saw the yeah, yeah. the Wolfman, and I was but no. and I was cackling like a. But that was just a bad movie though. Maniac. I mean, yeah. No, and this is a good movie, but yeah, you know, it, but I thought it was very funny. I'd like this. I mean, it, this battle, just epic battle, just took place. You know, and then the end result, and then Ed just laughing his ass off, but then everybody else too. I thought, you know, yeah. but I, 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 it was so incredible. Like it was, you had it was, to laugh. It was, it was, it's a cool movie to watch with a with an audience. With oh, a absolutely! You, you know what my favorite uh, <laughs> theater moment story ever is? Uh, it's what? from uh, my one of my best friends, Ben Kovat. Uh, he was he went to go see Terminator Three in the theater, right? And Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson was actually in the theater because uh-huh. uh, he saw it like during the daytime at, and at he's the a huge at the Bruin. Fan. Yeah, <laughs> he loves it. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, that was just a side note. That has nothing to do with the story. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, he went to go see Terminator Three, and there was like, uh, and it was like during the day, so there wasn't a lot of people there, and there was like two girls sitting like a few rows in front of him that were talking the whole time. So he did a few shh, and then like they weren't listening and they weren't doing anything. So he gets the bright idea to to go up a few rows up and then come up behind them. And do a mentally handicapped voice and go, Will you please be quiet? And the girl turns around and screams like it was a monster. Uh-huh. Like she was scared to death. Yeah. And he's like, Thank you. And, and then they shut up throughout the whole movie. No way. And then he goes back to his seat and he enjoyed the rest of the oh, picture. That's hilarious. That's oh, like a that bit of so genius, though. I mean, yeah. but you know what? Here's the thing. I'll, I'll, I'm going to say this really fucked up story. It's not really that fucked up, but it's it's just what, something that happened to me. Yeah. Um, I used to work at this place. Um, I used to work at this Mexican restaurant. Uh, and it's like a mom pop place. And they gave a sympathy job. And if I've told the story, please stop me immediately. Okay. Um, I don't think you have. Doesn't sound okay. familiar. Yeah. So there was, uh, they gave a sympathy job to this um, uh, this Down syndrome kid uh, named Alec. And uh, basically his job was just, he would just come in like at 3 o'clock and roll like silverware and maybe wipe down some, some like menus. And These menus are dirty. Don't do the voice. Uh, okay. I don't make fun of them. Oh, okay. Right. Like when I did the voice before, I was making fun of my friend doing the thing. But anyway, Kevin's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, you are an asshole. <laughs> but if I do the voice from now on, like since I don't want to do it, I will just, <laughs> I will just use, I'll use an English accent uh, to oh, represent. That'll be hilarious! I can't wait. Yeah, but everybody in England that might be listening would get No, offended. but uh, because I'm just doing an accent. Okay, okay, all right. Keep telling the story. So anyway, um, so this kid, uh, like, he, he was 21, okay? His name was Alec. So he would come in and he, like, wipe down menus and roll silver. But he, at first, it was just like, oh, this is sweet. And, you know, like, I would talk to him and be nice. But he was also, like, kind of a dick. Like, outside of, like, like his handicap aside, he was kind of a dick. Like, uh... 
like he like at first he would like do his job and then after all he just got lazy and would just uh-huh. steal sodas from the fridge and I was <laughs> like hey you're supposed to pay for that but you're not gonna say anything because he's some rich kid's parent and you know or some he's a rich parent's kid yeah or whatever and then he, he would just start barking while he was like rolling silver so I would be by myself where he'd start barking well hold on like yeah I'd be by myself and I'd have like like three customers because it was the dead time so he'd be like he'd like bark bark and he'd be like. Uh, I'm crazy. I'm crazy. <laughs> and 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 wait, he would literally say bark. He, 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 or the, would he be like Ruth, Ruth? You know, be like, like, bark, bark. And, and then, then you look at him and be like, uh, he be like, I'm crazy. And then uh, and then like everyone else would be looking at him, and I'd be like, oh, you don't understand how ironic you're being right now, uh-huh. um, because he's mentally handicapped and he's saying that he's crazy, trying to be funny, but <laughs> it's it's a shitty situation for me. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then he starts stealing money from the register. Oh. Wow. Yeah. And so since I'm in charge, um, like, uh, like at the end of the day, like, I'd be like, uh, like counting the money and I'd be like, oh, we're short 20 bucks. And then the owner's wife would be like, oh, that's probably Alec. That's fine. I'm like, no, fuck you. Because if yeah, that was me, that, if I took money, you'd, you'd write me up or fire me. But oh, it's a mentally handicapped kid and it's okay. Mm hmm. So it's stuff like this goes on for a long time. So then one day I'm working a night shift and I come come in to relieve the person before me and uh and uh and as I come in the handicapped kid leaves and uh and then the girl goes uh hey what'd you do with my book? Or what'd you do with the money in my book? I'm like what are you talking about? She's like I have like $300 in my book like Ooh. where is it? Uh, and then I was like oh fuck Alec. And so we like we look around just trying because we don't want to call and accuse the 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 parent about this. Yeah. So um, so then I'm just like I call I call uh, the owner's wife who's like the main person. I'm just like, hey, uh, do you have uh, Alex's dad's phone number? Uh, and she's like, why? It's like she he stole like all of Lisa's money. <laughs> And she's like, uh-oh. <laughs> so she gives me the number. I'm like, hey, Wait, you know. She just said, uh-oh. Yeah, she, she's Thai. Uh, yeah, bas- I mean, she's basically a mail-order bride. Oh, no, uh-oh. <laughs> and by the way, I noticed in the movie tonight like uh-huh. that we saw, like, there's certain phrases like, okay, that they're cross Oh, I'll, I'll go into that later. But anyway, but so, uh-oh, like, that's all she said. Yeah, so, I, so then I told her, I was like, you know what? We've had problems with Alec uh, in the past. Uh, uh. And then she goes, "What are you saying? We should fire him?" I'm like, "I'm just saying maybe we should put a, give him another job where he is not near money." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "You want to tell his dad that?" And I'm like, "It's not my business." Yeah. Can I ask you what was he doing with all the money? I'm getting to that. All right. So then she gives me the number, and I call the dad, and I call him, and I'm like, "Oh, hey, uh, um, can you do me a favor?" Uh, uh, and I was like, "Can you uh, look in Alex's wallet, and or can you ask Alec if he uh, if he maybe as a joke uh, took some money?" He's like, "Oh God, not again!" I was like, "Not again!" I'm like, oh. "Fuck you! This has happened before." Uh-huh. And he's like, "Hold on!" And he goes back. He's like, "And I hear in the background, I'm gonna, I hear Alec, give me like, let me see your wallet." And he's like, "No!" And he's like, ah, "Let me see, let me see your wallet." And, like, ah. and then he comes back. He's like. Yeah, we have it. We'll be right back. So then I'm just like, oh, fuck. So then Al, so the dad's parked out front of the restaurant, and then this Down syndrome kid comes in. He's like, uh, and then he opens up his wallet and gives the girl a 20. 
And then the girl's like, uh, Alec, wasn't there more than that? And he gives her another 20. And then I get pissed. Yeah. So then I run out to the car and I'm like, hey, your your son's only giving her like like uh, 20 at a time. And we have to like pry him out of it. Yeah. So so then the guy runs in and then he goes, Alec, give me your wallet. And he goes and like he counts everything and he gives her everything and leaves three dollars in in the kid's wallet. Uh-huh. And he's just like, he only had three dollars. <laughs> So then he gives all the money, and then they leave. And then uh, <laughs> then I, I, I called the owner's wife, and I'm like, we got the money. She's like, okay. And I'm like, well, can we do anything about this? And like, well, what do you want to do? And I'm just like, forget it. So then a few days later, I catch him masturbating in the bathroom. Ew. Yeah. Like, he left the door unlocked. I walk in, and he was masturbating in the bathroom. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> and then I shut the door, and then I open the door again to lock it <laughs> and shut it. <laughs> so nobody walks into him and then I call the owner's wife and I tell her the same thing and she's like oh okay we'll make sure he watches his hands I'm like I'm not that's not I'm that not, point lady. I'm not a special <laughs> yeah. needs person to take care of him yeah uh, so anyway I got fired I, because I came home I came into work hungover but <laughs> so you get so so you wait got, you got fired and he was still there when you left yeah oh man I mean I I don't well, know. I don't th- feel so bad now doing the voice. No, I mean I don't. <laughs> I don't know what to think about this story. I mean, I, you know, I mean, in one sense, like it's true. I'm not a liar, w- Mike. I know, no, but I mean, one kid. In one sense, the kid was pretty smart because he kept stealing money and getting away with it. Oh, he was working his shit. Yeah, and then in two, he was masturbating in a bathroom, which is a logical place to do it. I don't care how mentally not on the you clock. Are. You got to give him boundaries. Well, I mean, you know. I'm just saying, if you're going to whack off at work, lock the door. Well, yeah, yeah. But he might have forgotten, you know. I don't know. Well, he had mental issues, yeah. He did. What? He thought he was a steel worker. <laughs> he was down to punch the clown. He was, a, he was a steel worker coming home to his wife, and he just got carried away in the bathroom. Yeah, like <laughs> retards do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It all, it all comes full circle. Bam, bam, Thank you so no. much for listening to The Fort. This uh, has been The Fort Rapper. Hey, follow us at The Fortcast uh, on Twitter or Ed Galvez, <laughs> at Ed Galvez on Twitter, or at Kevin Ford underscore, yeah, I'm starting or to at Mike Constantini. Uh, and check us out on theforecast.com and also on comedypodcastnetwork.com. Yeah, leave comments and we'll talk about you. Yeah, give us something to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Easter, everybody! Woo! Happy Easter from the Ford Rapper! Woohoo! I gotta go find me some old West eggs! Yeah! Probably all to make, to make a Western omelet. Ooh, yeah! California Western omelet with avocado. <laughs> oh, plenty, uh, plenty for you, Horsey McGee. <laughs> 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 <laughs>